whoa, 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 whoa. We have another time to get in to God's word. Hallelujah. I'm so excited. Hallelujah. And I thank God for the opportunity to bring live daily your way. Today we are going to talk about macrothumio, still on the subject of perseverance. The Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 4, it says, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything, not lacking anything. God wants to bring you to the place where you are all rounded, where you are a mature, true, look-alike child of God. Too many people in the system who call themselves believers, but they are confused as to what to look like. They are confused as to who they really are. But God is committed to showing you who he is. And the Bible says God is love. He's committed to displaying his kindnesses to you and his mercies to you all the days of your life. Not only for a certain time of your life or a certain season of your life, but so that you can see him through and through. The Bible says in Psalm 139 that all the days ordained for me were written in your books before one of them came to be. God has planned every single one day, one of the days of your life to be a, 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 a blueprint display of his kindness to you. So you need to make a decision, my dear, listening to me. Make a decision to give yourself a chance to know God. Give, make a decision to give yourself a chance to become somebody who matures, somebody who grows up, grows up and, and becomes a real child of God. Praise the Lord. It's, it's amazing. So it says, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. You see, in order to work with God, and to give him a chance to prove to you how much he loves you, you must decide. You need to decide that you're going to work with him for a very, very long time. Because the revelation of God is not something you can get in, in a small time. Do you understand? It's, it's, only, it's something you can catch for all the days that are ordained for you. It's, it's programmed. Okay, the revelation of God to you is a programmed thing. It's just like when you go to a school to take a course, you say that maybe you are going to learn business administration. When you go, they'll tell you that the first semester will last for 13 weeks and they'll give you a program for every day what is supposed to be learned. If you miss some of the classes, you, at the end of the day, you will not understand what the whole thing is about. It's a program. Knowing God is a program. And so every single one of your days is laden with loads of displays of God's love to you, you get the point. So you need to give yourself a chance that I'm going to work with God or else you will not, you miss out a lot in life. Praise the Lord. So decide that you're going to work with him for a very, very, very long time because such is the program in the school of God, in the school of uh, love, all right, which is God. God is love. The Bible says, verse John 4, it's God is love. 
and so decide that you're going to work with him for a very very long time or else you not really know what love is you see the world defines love in another way oh i like you i like you i love you i love you let's sleep together and it's so momentary so quick you know so everything is so fast as if somebody somebody's chasing you and then you just end up you after that you are you are <laughs> so sad you don't even know what you just got yourself into that's how that the world is just making everything look like it's supposed to be fast to be something but it's not it's not that is not it you have to decide that you're going to work with god for a very very long time if you are going to really understand who he is and what he's like praise the lord if you want to work with him with a mind of just trying him out to see what his methods are, are like whether it works or it doesn't work you will you'll get a wrong message and you'll be disappointed and you just end up saying that you opt out. You don't want to be a believer anymore. You don't want to be a child of God anymore. I was speaking with one of my daughters recently. And she was telling me. She said, when I was in SS, when things were just happening in my life, my uh, my siblings were not, uh, things were going back. I lost my dad, this, this, that. She said, I just decided that I'm, I'm not going to follow God anymore. And from that time, she used to have a, devotion a quiet time she just stopped because she she felt like nah if god loves me then all these things can't be happening to me and that that is how a lot of a lot of us sometimes behave because we think that if god loves me then bad things shouldn't come but you have to understand that whether it's good whether it's bad it's all part of what god has designed to 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 be part of all that he uses to reveal his love to you. Praise the Lord. I think recently I, I shared with you the scripture from Genesis chapter 2. Praise the Lord. And we are still dwelling on the same subject. That you will lack nothing. That you become mature. Maturity is a series we are on. Praise the Lord. You see, and in maturity, the first commandment, the first revelation of the love of God is how much he, he freely gives us everything except one. In the book of Genesis, that's the first commandment he gives to the first people in the garden. He said that you are free to eat of all the trees that are in the garden, but in the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, because on the day that you eat of it, you will surely what? Die. You must not eat of it. The day that you eat of it, you will surely die in the day. So that is the first principle we learn with God, that you can have plenty things but sometimes he will keep something from you and you need to maturity is to understand that you can you cannot have everything but you should be able to live with so much except what god maybe has allowed you to to, to access at that particular time and it should be fine with you that is that is what it means to be mature that is what it means to be mature wow you, you, you can see that there's a nagging problem in your life. You wish this thing could have been turned around a long time ago. You prayed about it. I was speaking with one, one beautiful woman recently. She was telling me that, look, I've battled this thing for years of my life. This, this child of mine has been recalcitrant, has been giving me problems for years. And she's been patient all through the years. And she told me, she just, she said, she just opened up and said, look, my dear, I'm tired. I'm tired. It's been years and years, close to 40 years or whatever. So 
I've been battling this thing with this particular child. She has several children, but this particular child. And I said, my, 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 my mama, I know you are tired. I know you are, you are, you are, you are weighed down, but don't give up. And I reminded her of that scripture that said that what you, you, Paul said, I have fought a good fight and I've finished the race and I've kept the faith. Now it's laid in, then she herself continued the scripture. Now it's laid in store for me the crown of life, which God has laid there, for which God has laid of hold of me. And she herself got encouraged and said, yes, it's true. I have to keep, if I've if I, if I fought all these years, that this is not the time to say that I'm giving up. This, this is it. God wants you to become long-spirited. God wants you to become truly patient and never giving up because you know that at any point in time, you may be lacking something, but it should not, it should not, it should not kill you. It should not kill you because this particular woman I'm talking about, she has other children who are also doing well. So her joy and her maturity will be to thank God and praise God for all these other children that she has who are also who are doing well instead of focusing on this particular also a, a child of hers no but it's not doing well and it's giving her troubles instead of focusing on that one she'll focus and say thanks for all the others and thanks for this one too that it looks like in quotes i lack because that is true maturity when you come to a place where you 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 you, you know what it means to enjoy all that god has given you save that one thing save that one thing see and and to be able to persevere with God. Maybe God has a time, <laughs> a time that he would deal with that thing. Yes. And because God's goal in bringing you into his parlor, into his palace, into his room, and making you a child of God is for you to have that nature, that nature of long-spiritedness, that nature of any circumstance that you find yourself in, you can abase and you can abound. You are not moved by what you see. You are not moved by what you lack or even what you have. All you are concerned about is that I've got daddy in my life. He gave them everything. He gave Adam and Eve everything in the garden, save one. But the devil's light pointed on that save one, that except one. And shone the light on that thing. And that was what brought, brought down our downfall. Hallelujah. But you are coming into maturity. What is maturity? Maturity is who God intends for you to be. That's right. He doesn't intend for you to You don't even know you are born a baby. He doesn't intend for you to be a baby forever. You see, when, we, when there's a newborn baby, a newborn baby cries, a newborn baby, you know, can do certain things. We'll just be throwing the legs about. Recently, we delivered a newborn baby and we were doing this, you know, this skin-to-skin uh, um, -skin, um, um, thing that they, they, they initiated. Like, immediately in the first few minutes when the baby is born, try as much as possible to let the baby uh, touch the mother because usually in the hospitals when there's delivery, the baby is sent somewhere to go and to be cleaned up, giving medicines and things like that. So it's like they, they lose contact for that that. That, that short time and we, we, there was this new baby that was brought to the mother right after delivery and this baby was lying on the chest of the mother whilst the surgery was being finished and the baby was 
looking for the breast, the, the nipple. You could just see he was just moving himself, moving, fresh baby, looking for nipple. I said, how did this person know? How does this child know? <laughs> anyway, but I'm saying that, you see, these are characteristics that, that just come at the stage of life. Newborn baby, he has an ability to look for breast milk. But if we had heard that newborn baby looking for the breast milk and opening his, her mouth or his mouth at that time, that first day, that first few minutes she was, she was born, and saying that, Ah, where is the I'm looking for the breast. Where is the <laughs> where is the breast the, 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 the nipple? Ah, I've been searching and searching on this chest. I can't look seem to locate this nipple. We will all run away from the theater. We will run away from the baby and the mother because we don't expect a baby to talk. But if this child turns three and is still not talking, we all become worried. What will become of? Because we know that, oh, at a certain age, oh, by 11 months, there you should be saying the first few syllables, ma, mama, da, 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 or something like that. But we've waited until three years, four years. You can still can't say mama. We are, uh, we are, we are, we, we are scared. You can't, you still can't say dada. Huh? Papa, papa, meme. <laughs> you can't do that. Then we are all scared. You see, the growth process, the natural growth process reveals something to us about what God intends for us to be like when we are growing into maturity, growing to become like him. We don't have it all at any particular stage in life. A child will crawl before they walk. If a child walks before they crawl, we'll be afraid of that child because that's not how we know that the, the, the process is supposed to be. We've observed all children all over the world, plenty of children, and we know what the process is supposed to be like. At every stage in life, in the, stage, in the, in the growth process, you see that you lack something. But it doesn't change you from being a, a, a person. But you are supposed to enjoy all you are. That crawling child should enjoy all he or she is at that stage in time. Because if it moves on a little bit more with mommy's breast milk or, or the food that is provided at home, she'll get to or he'll get to that stage where he can now walk, where he can now talk and do other things. And on and on and on. So that is the program. God has a love program for your life. God has a long-term love program program for your life a long-term lavish love program for your life and the program is designed in such a way that at, a, at almost every point in time you may you may, it, you may it may seem like you are lacking something so sometimes it's like oh ah but why why is it that i don't why all my friends at school have have parents media my parents are dead maybe that's that's the one thing that God wants you to learn how to live with, how to survive with, without. But if it, survive without it and focus on all the other things. Maybe God, even though you don't have parents, God has given you plenty guardians, plenty of people who care in little ways. Maybe somebody who cares about your dressing, somebody who cares about your school, somebody who cares about your business, somebody who cares some little, little things, somebody who cares about your spiritual maturity and growth. All of these blessings are there. God wants you to be able to say thank you to him for providing, even though you lack that one thing, for giving you a myriad of blessings, even though you lack that one thing. God wants you to come to the place where it's like he is sufficient for you in all situations. That's the real meaning of our maturing and becoming like what God wants you me to be. 
And it is in that state, when you have entered that state, that's, that's nature, that's, uh, that's way of being, that you have, you have become somebody that God can trust with his power for you to rule in the earth realm. For you to rule over the devil and rule over evil spirits and rule over all that that will not will not bow down to God. That's when you are becoming like a child, a truly mature son of God. God's plan for your life is to get you to that place. So He's very long spirited. The Greek word used uh, or translated as patient in First Corinthians chapter thirteen verse four said, "Love is patient." Is the word macrothumia. Agape is macrothumio. Macro is like big, right? Big. Micro is small. Microfinance. <laughs> Macro is big, large. God wants you to be long spirited. Have a large spirit. Have a long wide. You can you, at at any point in time. If you lack anything, it doesn't matter much to you. You because you you decide to trust in the Lord even in that lack point, lacking that thing that you lack. And that was the the message and the lesson, the first commandment taught us, the first ever commandment. You can have all except this one. Can you survive? If God tells you that you can have all except this one, can you, can you, can you, can you live? Can you, can you, can you, can you access God to be your all sufficient God in that, in that situation? Helen Keller, blind woman, blind woman, but she made such a mark in history, mark in history, brainy woman. She didn't allow her blindness to stop her. Hallelujah. So I pray that you will come to that place where no matter what you lack in life. And you see, uh, it, this lesson is also important for people who want to get married. Or no, you know, because in choosing a life partner, you will find, you will come across somebody that you may have a lot of things about the person that you like. Say one thing or two things or three things. Okay. And it was it is your maturity to overlook an offense. The Bible says that it is it is to your glory to overlook an offense in the book of Proverbs. Okay. That is your maturity. That is your glory. That you can overlook that one thing you lack. Okay, you can overlook it. You not say that, oh, I like he he's there for me, he's kind, he's this, but his nose is a little crooked. Well, we'll take it like that. <laughs> he remembers that you two, you, you two, you are not all that perfect. It's you are not all that perfect. So become patient with yourself, okay? And give God a chance to show his love to you. Give God a chance to prove his love to you because God has a plan to prove his love to you. The Bible says in Psalm 34 verse 8, it said, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Taste and see. Take a little bite and see. And you'll see that indeed the Lord is good. You have to decide to work with God for a long time. Decide to stay with God for a long time. Decide to work with him. Because if you quit on the first few tries, if you quit on the, on, in the middle somewhere, you will not grasp the, the head and tail of all that God is trying to communicate to you. So decide that you're going to work with God for a long time, for as long as you will live. 
because what you may be enjoying now maybe is maybe just a taste of God's goodness if you think you've started knowing God already. That's, that will be just a bite, just a taste. It's because he has more plans in store for you, good plans, plans of good, not of evil, to give you a hope and unexpected end. So decide, my dear. Give you, because when you make that decision, you are giving yourself a chance at maturity. You are giving yourself a chance to become consistent in life. You are giving yourself a chance to become, become a committed person in life. Too many people like touch and goes. They, they, they touch this. They can't stay on it for long. They work at this place. They can't stay. They can't work there for long. They do this a little. They can't do it. They can't, they can't work on one thing for years, for instance. They, 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 they don't have, they are not long-spirited. But if you can work on that thing right there on your relationship with God, it all, it all boils down to God at the end of the day. How you perceive God. Is God somebody you can trust for all your days? Is he somebody you can work with for all your days? Is he somebody you can believe in for all your days? Whether he slays you, whether good things happen to you, whether bad things happen to you, whether it happens that at a certain point in your life you don't have a roof over your head, whether it happens at a certain point in your life you have a leaky roof, whatever not nice thing, you can still in that place say that indeed God loves me. He's provided this and that and that and that for me. I'm not going to be mad at him. I'm not going to opt out on him. I'm not going to walk out on him. I'm going to stay with him all through. And you see that the more you are committed with God, the more you are committed to Him, the more you you, you start developing your whole nature starts becoming a, a, you become a, your whole nature starts taking a, a form of seriousness. When you are given a project to work on, even in the natural, in the physical, people can trust you because on the inside, you are becoming as faithful to God as He is faithful to you. And so in your relationship with men to it will start uh, 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 manifesting a relationship with humans. Praise the Lord. So macrothumio, become long-spirited, be able to overlook offenses, be able to deal gently with people. Praise the Lord. The, the, the Greek says to be of a long spirit, not to lose heart, to persevere patiently and bravely in enduring misfortunes and troubles. To be patient in bearing the offenses and injuries of others. To be mild and slow in avenging. To be long-suffering. To be slow to anger. To be slow to punish. That's exactly God's plan for your life. Even though many things that we do deserve a lot of punishment, God has decided by His covenant love for us, His long-term love for us, to make sure that He's slow to punish us. He's slow to pronounce judgment on us. Fiery judgment whilst we're on this whilst we are in this life. To be patient with us. And as you receive this love and forgiveness and mercy and kindnesses of God packaged to be given to you delivered at your doorstep every single day of your life. As you receive it, you find that you are also becoming this long-spirited. You're also becoming this long-spirited. You're also better able to uh, uh, forgive people, better able to co uh, 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 overlook people's offenses because you are receiving God's love for your own offenses. 
God bless you so much and thank you for listening. I know that your life will never be the same again and your heart is being corrected to run free in the direction of God's commands and plan for your life. In Jesus' mighty name, may every rashness in your being be exchanged for long-spiritedness, love and patience and perseverance that follows through a plan till it ceases becoming mature. God bless you. I love you so much and I thank God for the opportunity to bring you his word your way. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Shema podcast with Dr. Anastasia Bruce. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. God bless you. Thank you.